So here's one for you, totally off the cuff. Um, what what was the last original idea that you think you had? You are listening to the Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for American church leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today is episode 20, Rich Little Got It Right. Here's your hosts, Chet and Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Chet. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. Hey, my boss is going to fire the employee with the worst posture. I have a hunch it might be me. <laughs> uh. Well, Tony, we are talking today about imitation. You do any imitations? I happen to know that you do at least one imitation. Yeah, I can do a couple. But yeah. You can do a couple, but I can, but I know you do one imitation. Yeah, I can do a, a Bill Clinton. I don't know how good it is, but hey, you Bill, know. Uh, little, let's little, let's hear a little bit of yeah, Bill Clinton. A little okay. bit of. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, it's change, right? <laughs> I want. Let's see. I want change. Hillary, there. Hillary and I want change. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He said some other stuff, but it's not appropriate oh, yeah, for like, podcast. I, I feel your pain. Was I always, feel your pain. I feel your pain because he always bit, like you said, he bit his lip, a bottom little bit. lip, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I bet people in this church have no clue that you that you do a, a Bill Clinton. They probably don't. It's first time I've heard it. It's going to take it to a whole new level, <laughs> right? Is yeah. what I'm saying. Oh my, a whole new thing. So we're talking about imitation today because uh, the uh, this gentleman makes a, a statement here, which I. I don't know. I, I it kind of got me when I first read it. Um, his name is Eric Greitens, and he wrote a uh, a book um, reading right now called Resilience. And it, this is what he says. He says we survive because we imitate. We pass on cultures and languages and common sense because we imitate. And what we imitate are not only skills. But ways of being. Hmm. Yeah, we, we want to think we're original, don't we? Uh, and and that, that was one of the questions I wrote myself this week. About how many original ideas mm-hmm. um, have I had? Right. You know, they're really seriously. I didn't mm-hmm. get from anybody else. It just, they were, and I thought, then again, other than, I started, then I started thinking about technology and stuff. Okay. I started thinking mm-hmm. about, I don't know. I mean, you know, the invention of the, the automobile or the, sure. the airplane or these things and stuff that I thought, well, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess those are, those are original ideas, you know, at some point, but then everything after has been, it seems like a copy at some, at some level. It kind of does. You ever notice how cars nowadays, sometimes I'll look at them, they, no matter what brand they SUVs or something, they all kind of looks similar you know now i now i think i have a different theory on that okay <laughs> my my theory is that the the manufacturers are in cahoots with each other okay, okay. that they and this is no this is your conspiracy theory. this is my conspiracy theory <laughs> i don't have many of them okay but i think that they realize okay we stay within this we don't want to get too crazy here. We don't want to, you know, sure. get out here and do something. Great. We're going to stay. We're going to look pretty much like everybody else, but then we're going to get on. Our advertising is going to tell us about how much better ours is than everybody, everybody else's. else's. Yeah, right. You know, but you're right. They all look the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, all. Yeah. I was, I was listening to uh, Elon, is it Elon Musk, and he yeah. was in an interview the other day, a guy that uh, started Tesla, and he was saying about how they're giving all this information away things that they've learned 
And so what what's happening, because we hear a lot about electric vehicles, what's happening is they'll all, no doubt, pattern off of what he's already done. Um, yeah. I think, you know, so, I think it was Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And it, it, seem, it seems to be that there is a lot of, uh, as you talk about, a lot of imitation. Um, but there are, you know, at the same time, I know there are original ideas and we have them. Like, well, share me, share with me. Oh I'm going to put you on the spot on now. The spot. Okay. On the spot here. Share with me. And, and, and you need to understand how we do our podcast. I come in with an outline. Okay. <laughs> we sit down, we walk, we kind of walk and talk through the outline stuff. And then we start recording the podcast. Brandon hits the buttons. He does the intro. We start recording. And then we usually end up going off on a tangent that has nothing to do with what we talked about. Uh, prior to the mm-hmm. prior to the recording and stuff, so right. here's one for you, totally off the cuff. Um, what what was the last original idea that you think you had? Yeah, you know, the wheels. Once you said that, the wheels are spinning in, in my <laughs> head, and everything that I've thought about so far, I was influenced. Yeah, by by someone else. Yeah, and I know there's got to be an original idea. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, praying. You're just hanging on, going. I gotta have at least one, right? Right. Uh, I was thinking back, you know, years and years ago, I did this youth choir. I was thinking about the name Fire of Indy, but it was influenced, as I thought, it was influenced by another name, different name, but just the the structure of it was influenced by by that. Um, You know, we do outreach and and some endeavors here that you you want to feel like they are original, but many times we've gleaned or oh yeah stolen oh yeah <laughs> something they used to call it from research someone. it's never research. stolen it's always right. research there you okay. go. yeah there yeah, you yeah. Go. yeah yeah and we're working on something this new year that on one level i'd say it's original but uh and i i, I won't tell all about it but i was inspired by a commercial from a political campaign right. from the 80s right that right. got that got me to that you recalled something from back in the day that yeah, you know, and now it might seem original, but there was a you know something back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We we had I led for a number of years a, a church on the north side, and and we had a kind of a nickname for the church, if you will, called and we called it Breakfast Church because every Sunday uh, before service, well, mm-hmm. actually, I take that back. We kind of called it part of our service. Right. Okay. We I started remember. at 10 o'clock every Sunday. We served a full breakfast. We had breakfast teams that come in and they put together an entire thing. And we all sat around tables. Uh, we even moved that thing into the sanctuary. That's how crazy we were mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, we tore out all the pews, put in chairs, um, uh, served breakfast in the sanctuary. Some people have a fit over coffee coming in. You're not exactly the biggest proponent of that, but um, we served food. You had yeah, bacon, yeah. bacon in there, right? Oh, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Well, it, and, and you guys had like really good, I mean, it wasn't like just throw, oh, throw some donuts on oh, the tray. Oh, no, no, no. There were never donuts. I don't think yeah. we already ever had donuts, you know? So we, yeah. But, so we did that every week, and and people were like, "Man, that's such an that's such a radical idea. That's such a different." I wanted to come every Sunday. Yeah, well, <laughs> and now I'm like starving on Sundays now. Okay, but um, uh, but the point is, I lifted that idea from the Hispanic church that was using our building at the time. Mm-hmm. Every single meeting that every every service that they held, 
um, Saturday night or Sunday night, they served an entire supper. Wow. Afterwards, and they would they for a couple hours they would sit because those services go long, you know, mm-hmm. and then they would sit around and just have a big time, and and they ate together. We lifted that. We we did breakfast because we knew that if we did lunch, people would leave. Okay, sure, right, <laughs> right, you, yeah. Good Americans working their time, mm-hmm. using their time. You know, they'd be like, ah, oh, I don't have time for this. We got to go. So, but it wasn't original, mm-hmm. you know. I wonder is is there safety in imitation? Safety in imitation. Yeah. What do you mean? So imitating what someone else is doing. Oh, an imitation. I think it's imitation. It imitation. Is yeah, there we, safety in that? Absolutely. We, right. We look at somebody and they've done something. It seems like it's been because because you've been to the conferences. Oh, too you, many. And they tell you how good it's it's worked. And it's wonderful, and it is. I mean, you look, you hear them present their ideas, and right. here's you can you know here's the three ring binder. Here's the packet you can buy, yep. or the, yep. and you grab it and you go back and okay, this has worked for them. So I don't so have, I don't have to it. think about it. I don't have right. to. Right. Try to come up with an image. So that and, and what what you don't buy is all of the prep work that they did, right. all of the pain that they walked through as they right. learned how to do those things. Yeah. You yeah. know. Or, or the exact same context or culture that they're coming out of. You're like you're introducing something that worked there that worked in that culture. Yeah. Worked in that context that you're in a different place and space and Anyways, but yeah. is that the danger then of imitating? I mean, I, I one of the questions I wrote was: Is is there, you know, a, a danger, or a risk in imitation? I think that you could lose your identity. You know, it's 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 like the, you know, you and I were preachers. Uh, you could go online and find sermons a dime a dozen. Oh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. You know, yeah. and so a guy goes on there, starts using those because maybe he's cutting his prep time or whatever. Next thing you know, he's lost his identity just doing something that's right. Plagiarism is a big word that <laughs> goes there, <laughs> but is. but you know, and I think that could be in in models of ministry too that we could lose. The danger is we could lose who we are trying to become what somebody else has done. So I want to help people. I want to help people with plagiarism real fast. Okay, plagiarism is simply copying somebody else's idea. Okay, their words, whatever mm-hmm. their idea. And claiming it as your, your own. own. Yeah. That's it. That's the big part is claiming it as your own. Nothing wrong with using you it. You give them credit right. for what they've done and the work that they've put into it. Mm-hmm. It's great, man. That's right. called research right. then. Yeah, and everybody does that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's back, back to this. It's imitation. We do see good ideas and, hey, I like the way that was said. I want to use that. It's just yeah. giving them credit. Yeah, I used to. It reminds me of two things. One, I had a professor in school back in the day that, um, and this was before all of the blessing, if you will, of of the internet and all the access we have to resources now. But back then, he said, uh, "I think you ought to read a sermon uh, every day. Every day, you need to be reading a sermon. Someone's and and." You know, again, because he's just and and the other thing it reminds me of is is in one of these books I'm kind of cruising through right now. Oh, what was the name of it? What was the name of the book? Uh, oh, I can't think of it. It was a gentleman that um, wanted to get into the head of this uh, classic uh, uh, com- writer, okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, author. So. Um, 
I don't know if it was Pride and Prejudice or what. I can't remember what book it was. He sat down and copied every single word. He just copied the entire book longhand. Just sat there and wrote the whole thing out. And they're like, why would you do such a thing? And he's like, it's not about plagiarism. It's not about... It's a, he said, I just wanted to get into the head. Wow. It's that imitation thing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to understand a bit more of, of, of the flow of this thing. And I found that him writing it out was his method for doing that. Wow. I thought that's kind of amazing. It is. It is. It's kind of amazing. So, trying to get in that thought process. Yeah. Let, me, let me put you on the spot one more time. Okay. Thinking about your life, okay? Thinking about your leadership. What areas of your leadership would you say are worth imitating? Another way, of, I'm going to let you think about that while I say it a different way. Another way of saying that is, what would you hope that your staff and people that have, you've had the, the privilege of leading and growing up underneath your leadership, what would you hope they would latch on to um, and imitate in in their life? Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It makes you feel like that you're... Uh... Yeah, there are, you know, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He's yeah. going to be the example. So yeah. in his yeah. life, you hope that, yeah, you hope there are things, you know, you hope that there's integrity that people latch on to. Yeah. I, you know, I probably a pet peeve for me is saying I can't, mm. you know, I, I don't want to approach life like, well, I can't do that. And that, you know, I guess I can do attitude, you know, a, a yes, you know, sometimes if you tell me I can't do something. I didn't want to do it, but my, my dog revival, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'd give him his food and he wouldn't want to eat it. He's like tired of it, I think, you know? And so I would act like I was going to grab it and man, he would munch it down really quick. <laughs> he didn't even want to eat it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and I, I think that, uh, somebody tells you you can't, or we can't do this or, you know, I, I guess in leadership, I always feel like, you know, I'm to charge the hill. And if somebody tells me I can't, that even maybe, and maybe that's not even right posture, but just having a yes, we can, not a mountain too high, we can take it. Oh, I was thinking Sunday, your daughter got up and shared the closing announcements Sunday mm-hmm. uh, in the service I was in. And I watched her get up there and, and just kind of share. And I understand that those announcements have been given for forever. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. She could do that in her sleep, you know, but I thought here she is participating in the church. Here she is uh, exercising her leadership gift. And I thought that's a, that's a testimony to Tony and Kim right there. I mean, it, 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 it hit me, you know, I thought, I thought the, the, the thing that I would hope that my children, especially, would imitate from me is, uh, I guess, maybe a, a blessing and a curse at the same time. Okay, um, it is that independent, somewhat rebellious spirit <laughs> that I have. Okay, yeah, that it, it's kind of along the same lines as you. I think it's one of the reasons you're one of my best friends and we get along so well is the yeah. fact that you, when you're sitting there going, tell, "Just tell me I can't." Just tell me it don't won't work. Just tell me we won't get, we can't do this. Blah blah blah. Well, 
I'm 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 very much that same kind of way, and it's, um, but mine is, uh, uh, you know, that there there are other legit ways to go about this, mm-hmm. and I want to represent those people that don't just kind of, you know, fit the round peg in the round hole kind yeah, of thing. Definitely, you know, and I, I I'm hoping my kids are a little bit independent in that way. You know, mm-hmm. growing their strength that way. So yeah, yeah, and you know, I, we talked about the the old saying. What is it? Uh, imitation is the uh, greatest form of flattery. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I think when people imitate that, they're saying there's something about their li- your life that they admire. Yeah, you know. Last thing is this: I'll, I'll encourage our listeners. You may be thinking, okay, but you don't know my life, Chet. You don't understand some of the things I've been through and that there's there are people in my life that I I simply do not want to imitate some of the things that they've done and, and who they are and sure. things like that. Sure. You know, I've had some pretty poor examples in my life, and that that's me, and it's all well and good for you, but I'm different. I would encourage people, don't put the pressure on one person to be uh, that role model for right. you imitating all of their life it's too much pressure for one person sure you're going to need several people in your life mm-hmm. that that bring about certain aspects things that you that you uh, uh that you value that you aspire to yeah and find those in several people mm-hmm. and, and both of us know there's there's a multiplicity of people that have poured into our life and oh, yeah. that, that we've looked oh, at yeah. and said you know not even knowing it imitate them Oh yeah, without even thinking about Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. man. We could talk about that forever and stuff, but we're. I hear the music. I think Brandon's telling us that we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. It's great. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you want to know more about joining a cohort or check out the show notes from today's episode, go to decisionmentoring.com. Thanks. See you next week.